The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. this here on your NPR station in the U.S. Virgin Islands, WTJXFM, with yours truly, Neville James. It's a gorgeous day in paradise, partly cloudy, but the sun is beaming uh, through those areas where there's no clouds, and it's nice this morning, 79 degrees driving in to the city, and then, of course, you know, when I reach up by Hasford, them. We got a lot of trees overhanging over the road. And I always look at my dashboard, and it was 79 at that point. And so I went through that cloud cover spot, that tree cover spot. I always drop one degree down to 78 like clockwork. I was like, man, this is unbelievable. It happens every day. If, if, my, if my dash said 95 degrees and I drive through that tree overhang on the road, it's just dark in the road. You got no way sun could go walk your way through that. I was dropping at least a degree. You know what I mean? So I dropped to 78, which is good. And the dry air and all that stuff. We're going to call it water service so they can let us know what to expect um, for uh, this week. As we head towards Christmas, look, it was December 1st, two and a half weeks ago, man. Today's the 18th. Jack. 60, 60% of December done gone. You know, Christmas is a week away. New Year's two weeks away. You know what I'm saying? So, it's all good. Look, I had a wonderful time. I had a taste of two islands on Thursday night. And we're going to get into that after we finish speaking with the, uh, the weather service in San Juan. Met a lot of people, saw a lot of people. It's beautiful. It's my understanding that the turnout, you know, because it was just a reboot, you know. It, 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 I, I thought it was cock, but it tell me never. It had a bit double. I was like, what? So we're going to talk about it when we come back. But I believe we got the weather service uh, on the line this morning. Good morning. Who am I speaking with? Manuel Ramos. Manuel Ramos. Buenos días. Buenos días. Todo bien? Sí, sí. And, and how's the weather in San Juan? Because it's beautiful up here. Oh, likewise, yeah. Uh, just uh, partly cloudy, but... Uh, good temperatures here. Right now we're at uh, 77. Yeah, yeah pr a pretty uh, nice morning today for us. Yeah, right now we're at 78, 79 up, uh, over here. Um, is it going to remain this way throughout the day? Uh, it should uh, remain with general fair weather conditions at least uh, today and tomorrow. Uh, Wednesday onwards, uh, we'll transition to uh, more uh, more humid mass arriving. But at least for today and tomorrow, generally uh, fair weather conditions, maybe some isolated showers arriving uh, towards the eastern coast of the islands. With that uh, humid, humid air mass, we're looking at some precipitation? Yeah, it is possible uh, that some isolated showers, but, but honestly, minimal accumulations, if any. So we're, we're, we're fully into the dry season now, then? Yeah, yeah, we're... You know, even if it 
this is the various weather features. Uh, we got some rain uh, yesterday, at least here in Puerto Rico. We are, you know, entering the, the dry season now. Okay, good. What about our beach beachgoers and our boaters? Uh, so we currently have a, a moderate uh, risk of, sorry, a high risk of rip currents for St. Croix, uh, particularly the, sorry, the easternmost uh, beaches of the island uh, have that high risk of rip currents. Uh, you know, the West Coast would have a moderate uh, risk of rip currents. So I, technically a moderate to high risk of rip currents for the entire island. Okay. And and for boaters out there, um, any advisories? Yeah, we have a uh, small craft advisory for the Caribbean waters and the Anagada Passage. passage sorry. Those are the two uh, zones that you know, or surround your area. So, yeah, seas up to eight and uh, seven feet, depending on, you know, if you're going east or west. But, yeah, that advisory should persist for today. Okay, good. So you said uh, it should remain this way until uh, Wednesday. We got a, a, a humid air mass coming in on Wednesday. We might see a little bit of rain, but pretty much the same. Yeah, exactly. Maybe an increase in the frequency of, of showers, but otherwise everything uh, should be the same. Manuel Ramos, thank you very much. Uh, thank you for the opportunity. You got it. Have a good day. That's uh, Manuel Ramos down there from uh, the National Weather Service. So, uh, the weather we see now, man, it's going to remain that way. And uh, hopefully uh, it remains beautiful. You know what I'm saying? So, telling you, man. Partly cloudy, it's nice, and all that stuff, you know, so. I got to pay my respects. One of my uh, lifelong friends uh, passed away, buried into this, so. We'll give us, uh, you know, show some support. Uh, Daz Todman, uh, Indio, that's what we refer to him as. My dad liked him a lot. Uh, he, he used to refer to him as shrewd, because, you know, he's a, he's a horseman and all that stuff, so. I got to work my way down into Christian instead. And uh, pay uh, my respects. So like I was saying, man, thank you very much uh, to everyone uh, on behalf of uh, uh, WTJX uh, for coming out to a taste of two islands. Um, the event was a success, right? Now, uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm getting my, tra I'm being transported over there, right? I gave my ride and I, we banked the corner, right? Because uh, Antilles School is on the, the southeastern side uh, of St. Thomas. And I see car left and right. And I was like, what? It's a Thursday night, you know. People walking in the morning, people coming out. But anyhow, so I, I, I get there. It's my first time I've read the event. And I see people like, what? You know what I'm saying? So I'm thinking, it's thing cock. Right, that's the term we use. Cock. So, I get inside. It's well attended. I see my former colleagues, uh, uh, Gene Ford, uh, Clifford Graham, uh, current current Lieutenant Governor uh, Triganza Roach. You know, so you know we got some people there. I think the governor was there as well, and all that stuff. Right. So later on, um, I'm gonna get to. 
to, to, to some of the people uh, who text me and all that stuff, uh, definitely go get on my show. Okay? We had some great conversation. But later on, uh, Jerry Jackson and, and Keith Richards, you know, and I'm conversing with him. And the man said, Neville, yeah. so, I'm, so I'm telling them, yo, it's a nice turn on my head. Like, the man said, Neville, no. You know, I got more than this. I was like, what? And they said, yeah, man. This thing, this thing, um, for what we've seen tonight, you know, it's, it's nice, but it ain't compared to in the past. So um, I was like, wow. And then Keith Richards uh, told me what happens is they compete in a lot of other events, competing with a lot of other events. So apparently, I think it's the Department of Health. I had a party that night and had some other entities that had parties. But there was some who's who there. You know what I'm saying? I saw Commissioner Calvert White. You know what I'm saying? What's up? I saw um, Finance Chair, former Senate President. Um, Donna Fred Gregory. She was there as well. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, if you was somebody, oh, I saw former Commissioner, Property Procurement, Lynn Miller. Was there in the house. Good to see her. I saw a recent uh, uh, approved nominee. Yeah, she didn't see me though, but I saw her, um, Natalie Hodge there as well. So, you know, it was nice. Oh, my good friend Adrian Williams, uh, from ODR, uh, director of ODR. She was there as well. But I want to talk about, uh, you know, I just want to make sure th- those people who I know personally and met, uh, good. But I, yo, Kaiser Calwood, right? You know, Mr. WTJX uh, himself. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and Moms, Ingrid Percival. Yo, mommy, good to see you, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it was all good. Uh, Dale Barry, what's going on? It was good to talk to you, man. You know what I'm saying? I like that. And then uh, <clears throat> I, I met one of the ticket winners. She came up to me. Uh, well, actually, Lorna Nichols was there. I saw Lorna there, and, you know, she was there hanging out and all that stuff. And we gave each other that, that signal, you know, all that stuff. Oh, Amy DeSorbo. What's up, Amy? Well, good to see you. But I saw Miss Rita. I met Miss Rita Alberdeen. And she was a, a ticket winner. Yeah, uh, and she came up and we had a nice conversation there uh, as well. So, you know, I, I definitely want to, to say uh, thank you, you know. And, and you know, the the staff, uh, WTJX staff members, you know, really appreciate it. Because it, it, it's a lot of work uh, to make that happen all. Oh, Definitely got to give a shout-out to some of my man, uh, uh, Rima Williams. We had him on uh, during the week. I think he was on on Wednesday. Um, yeah, he was on on Wednesday. And, of course, you know, every event that's going on in the Virgin Islands, uh, I'm hearing, uh, you know, WTJX is a sponsor. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, um, the VI Lottery is a sponsor. So, I you know, definitely want to give a shout-out uh, to... Um, the one only, uh, Rima Williams. Commissioner Education, right? Um, good to see you, um, Ms. Dion Hendrington-Wells. You know I'm saying? Dion Wells-Hendrington. Um, I apologize. Uh, she was there, you know, um, and all that stuff. Yo, nice, nice turnout, man. Now, right? The Shaltamali High School had a table there. And... Uh, they had some, I believe it's chicken pasta salad over there on the left hand side. Mm-mm. I could take, I could take a, 
I play it at that right now. Now I'm saying that tastes good. And then I think it's Daylight Bakery is the name of the, the entity. They hooked me up with some pastries there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I I can't complain. I were good. Then they had a root beer table. They had a table that it was, uh, had ginger beer and root beer. I had me uh, some root beer. It was good. Uh, yeah, me, I like to. I had a wonderful time. You know what I'm saying? I really did. Um, and I'm looking forward uh, to next year's event because, uh, you know, the plan was reboot in 2023, doing it in December. But uh, next year, we're going back to our normal Taste of Two Islands window, which is a November event. And and um, the powers that be, and congratulations on Tanya Singh and all the leadership at uh, WTJX, they are convinced that uh, we go back to a November event where we are not uh, competing, and not intentionally, I'm saying just circumstances, um, with other entities during the Christmas party season. It turned out going to be like what it used to be back in the day when it had a lot, a lot of people. It had a lot of people on Thursday, but they had a lot, a lot of like uh, they normally do. I'm saying so. Thanks uh, to everyone who supported uh, A Taste of Two Islands. Thanks to all the, uh, you know, vendors and uh, participants. Spectrum Band, you check. All of you who uh, make that event. And that was actually my first time uh, in the uh, Mark C. Marin uh, Center over there at Antilles School. And that's a lovely facility. It really, I could see why a lot of people who uh, go to events and when I talk to um, Nicole Parsons um, about the forum and the events that uh, they put on over there, I could see why those events are successful. It really, really is, uh, you know, uh, a nice uh, facility, uh, spacious, and all that good stuff. No, you know, I, I saw um, <clears throat> two voices and faces uh, of uh, the WTJX uh, broadcast team. Uh, the one only Marcelina Ventura Douglas, who, uh, you know, keeps us on top of the local news uh, with the WTJX news feed, uh, a five. Uh, PM daily uh, event right here on WTJX FM 93.1. So uh, happy holidays to you, uh, Marcelina uh, Ventura Douglas. Also saw uh, Leslie Comision. Man, we took a nice picture. The three of us. Uh, I think uh, the boss uh, put that up um, uh, on, on on the uh, Facebook page. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's all good. Now, here's what I want to say. Right? If I didn't know that the table talk was popular on St. Thomas. I know now. But I knew all along that it was. It was just validated. All the people who came up to the eye, right? Because I told them, oh, Jennifer Jones, what's up, man? What's up, counselor? Uh, and she was one of them who said, Neville, I love listening to that table talk, man. I was in particular when you got your boy uh, Dwayne Henry on because he's sharp. You know what I'm saying? And you know, both of them worked together uh, back in the day. But she said he's sharp on his feet, man. When you ask him questions, he'll be ready uh, to get answer. But um, I just, you know, I was blown away with not only the, the compliments 
um, of uh, analyze this. In particular, uh, uh, one person who said, and I love to listen to that table talk on Monday. So, Ronnie Russell, Doug Cole, and Rocky Laywood. Right? I want to have to know that you're loved. People them really, really appreciate you. You check? And uh, all everybody saying is, I don't miss your show. Oh, so when the... Sh- I'm I, I, I glad me forget. Uh, when the, the event was over, right? Um, uh... A lady from Jos Van Dyke came up to me, Shinnery, and she said, uh, "Good morning, uh, good night, uh, Mr. James. Good to see. You. I listen to your show every day. I just wanted to know that uh, in the morning, use my radio boyfriend. It's your to Jos Van Dyke. So I said, "Yeah." So you know your boy blushing, right? So right after that, I had uh, I saw uh, Clifford Graham, who not only is uh, my former. Uh, colleague, uh, one of the you know, best senators I saw with, you check, just level-headed, uh, <clears throat> know what he was doing and focused, you know. I said, B, I just um, met a lady from U.S. Van Dyke, you know, um, Clifford Graham, you know, he's he's the owner of U.S. Van Dyke, even though he lives in St. Thomas. And uh, she, her name is Shinnery, and she, she said, uh, um, I'm her radio boyfriend, so eat your heart out. So he started laughing and all that stuff. And I mean, so tell you, me. Tell you. Um, we're doing what we got to do. Right? So, uh, again, you know, as we wrap up this segment, thank you very much for making a taste of Two Islands a success, given the fact that it was a reboot edition because we hadn't done it since, I believe, 2019, right? The right, Danny? Somewhere around there? Because uh, pandemic, right? Pandemic uh, on the main thing. So thank you very much. Appreciate the support. It'll be a, next, a November event next year. And um, we're going to you know, take it back um, to near uh, approximation of what it used to be uh, back uh, in the day. So, you know, and uh, to the staff, hey, Rufus Tumble, and you and the better half, and good to see you, man. You know what I'm saying? It's all good. And uh, we're good, man. It's all good. Seriously, I'm just feeling good um, because it had a good event over there. So we'll take a break, come back. Uh, hopefully the boys will join us because we got a lot to talk about on the table talk local, regional, national, and internationally. Be back right after this. You spent the week listening to the news. Don't you think you deserve to show off what you've learned on Wait, Wait, We Give You a Chance to Impress Your Friends with Your Knowledge of International Incidents, Political Gaffes, and the Latest Advancement in German Nudists? You'll be the life of the party or the death. Either way, you'll make an impression and you can thank Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me from NPR. Saturdays at 1 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. Opportunities at Bank of St. Croix. Bank of St. Croix offers CDs for education, homes, or vacations. Bank of St. Croix has two locations, one in Gallus Bay at 340-773-8500 and one in Peter's Rest at 340-713-8500. A penalty might be imposed for early withdrawal, new money only. Funds may not be transferred from existing Bank of St. Croix accounts to CDs. Rates subject to change at any time. Fees may reduce earnings and principal. www.bankofstcroix.com. Member FDIC. 
he said that black smoke was constantly coming out of the burn pits 24-7. And my reaction to it was like, wow, that doesn't sound very safe. Wonder what that's about. And in my mind, I couldn't imagine at the time that type of system operating could potentially harm our service members. Journalism that seeks and reveals. That's on point with me, Magna Chakrabarty. Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. How do we know words? How do we accumulate words? Writer Edna O'Brien. Are they there in us before we know them? She follows a quest many writers can understand. As if these words were the generators of some kind of magic. Authors, artists, sports, news, and maybe even some magic. Every Saturday on Weekend Edition from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Saturdays at 8 a.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. We're back here on Analysis, and uh, the boys uh, should be joining us uh, in a little bit uh, so we could have uh, uh, a great conversation. A couple of things we're going to talk about, right? Um, the stock market, right? Remember when we when we first uh, came on in 2020, you know, in the throes, right, of the, um, in the, in, okay, got it, in the throes of the um, pandemic, and I want to say good morning uh, to uh, one of the Table Talk members, Ronnie Russell, uh, president of the 29th legislature of the U.S. Virgin Islands and uh, uh, four-term senator uh, out of St. Croix from out of the West. Good morning, um, Senator. How are you? Good morning, Neville, the great Neville James. <laughs> we had a good time last good week. We had a good, good time last week, Thursday, man. Yeah, yeah, man. We had a good time. But I was mentioning, right, I was mentioning, and I sent out, uh, you know, when I sent out the the, the pre-production uh, text that I sent you uh, about what we're going to talk about, I was mentioning how the stock market, right, um, yes. is right now at uh, over thirty-seven thousand, right? Uh, right. And I want to, I want to bring up something here. I want to highlight something here. Um, hold on, there, bam, 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 bam. Stock market. Okay, here we go. Right, uh, the stock market is at over thirty-seven thousand. Dow Jones. Let me see the actual number. Got my friend Joey Hollins here, and I like to um, keep each other intact uh, with respect to that. But okay, thirty-seven thousand. It closed on Friday afternoon at thirty-seven thousand three hundred and five point one six. And uh, and Ronnie, uh, one of the things that I wanted to talk about. Um, and hopefully um, Rocky and Ducks uh, will chime in eventually, is that <clears throat> the, the current administration um, um, passed a lot of big-time legislation in 2021 and 2022, right? The influx, right. was it the Inflation right. Reduction Act? And then there yeah. was also Infrastructure Investment, right? Act. Yeah. And and the those who the naysayers were saying, see they're spending money and all that stuff, the price of gasoline going up, four dollars a gallon, all all that stuff. Right? Uh, the market ain't, ain't gonna be able to, to withstand the gash. And uh, there was a time uh, when uh the stock market reached a low 
right? Uh, I can pull it up here, stock market. I think it was like at, at 32,000, some of that stock market reaches, I, I Google it now, reaches, reaches low under Biden, right? But the point that I wanted to make, Ronnie, is all of those investments, right, uh, in the American uh, economy and infrastructure apparently are now bearing fruit uh, in year three, late in year three and heading into year four of the Biden administration, which is similar to what senators deal with when we uh, offer uh, amendments and, and laws uh, to the VI code. Right or to be incorporated in VI code, but you don't see the you don't see the fruits of of that legislation immediately. It might take a term or two or three. Talk about that dynamic so the public has an understanding of what senators uh, go through and experience when you're moving legislation and it's policy. It's not an appropriation. It's policy which requires you know um, cause and effect uh, uh, reactions to take place, and then you see it. Yeah, down the road. Talk a little bit about that, if you will. Yeah. A lot of people don't realize what policy really means. And I, I'm experiencing this way. It's like you got a trip, and your trip have a lot of stops along the way. But when you plan your trip, in the planning, you understand where you will stop, and you understand the trip can take a while, if you plan it properly with policy, like for example, the Waste Management Authority bills that we were integrally involved with, mm-hmm. the, 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 the policy set was great, you know? And, you know, it, it, it wasn't implemented. And that's along the way, the trip, sometimes part It looks like we are. We may have lost uh, Ronnie there. Um, hopefully, uh, uh, Ronnie, Ronnie there. It looks like look like we lost uh, Ronnie there. I don't know what happened because um, we got a we got a phone call just now. I don't know if we got um, the boys on the line. Uh, good morning, anybody there? Yeah, we got nobody there. So we lost Ronnie. The, um, that he was he was using uh, a trip uh, as a uh, as an explanation. Hopefully he'll call back. Yeah, we lose Ronnie. Yeah, we're just talking to him. And next thing I you know, in the middle of his sentence, uh, sentence that he was gone. You know, check. But uh, the point that I was I was making was uh, Ronnie's there. No, point I'm making is that uh, you pass legislation today. Um, and you're not going to see immediate, unless it's an appropriation and you got to pay a bill, you know what I'm saying? Um, you're not going to see that uh, immediate effect uh, in the near future. Everything takes time um, for the policy to be enacted, and then the next thing you know, um, you know, hopefully uh, it'll work out uh, down the road. So um, hopefully we get Ronnie back. We got, we got, we got Rocky Leibold uh, on the line, the ranking member, uh, good morning, Senator Labour out of St. John. What's going on? Good morning, Mr. President. Um, all is well. I um, I was trying to get the handle, but the handle I ain't getting him. The handle, okay, the handle probably a little busy again. 
So check, you see, following you, you know, you, yeah. you, you went, you went and you ain't come back. You went and you ain't come back. And now, I'll, I'll believe that I could do what I want, but I, I, I go, I, I go, let, I go let slide. I go, I, I go let slide. Yeah, Ronnie, you're back? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know when I get cut out. Yeah, you get cut out. You, you were talking about planning the trip, but uh, Rocky, Rocky has joined the conversation, so uh, uh, exchange the, the pleasantries, and then you could get back to what you were saying. Yeah. Uh, morning, Rocky, and yeah. morning to the wonderful audience again. Yeah. Yeah. Morning, Rocky. Yes. yes a good. Yeah. Good morning, yeah. Mister President, and and it's a pleasure to to hear you back again. Yeah. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, hey, it's a jolly season. This is a season, man. This is the time of the year. I love it. Christmas time. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 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 Rocky, I had, I, I, I was, uh, Rani was explaining, right? Because I asked him a question in this context. I said, um, we're looking at this, at, at the investment market, right? The stock market, right? And it is, it is in a record capacity now, rarefied air over 37,300. But it was because. Uh, oh, oh, no, I'm not saying it's because of it, but um, the Biden administration passed. In, in, in Neville. Yeah. Neville. Yeah. Before you go any further, the, the, the handle is on now. Oh, the handle is, the handle. Okay, okay. okay let, me, let, me, let, let me welcome back. Uh, he been a, he been on yeah. been on sabbatical, a mini sabbatical compared to Rocky, the one and only <laughs> Donald Duck School out of St. Thomas, the handle. Good morning, Mr. Majority Leader. Glad to have you on. Good morning, Mr. President. Uh-huh. And all, all the president's men and the people of Virgin Islands, it's a pleasure to be in your presence this morning. Uh, um, Rocky and Rani, who is this Teddy Pendergrass impersonator on my radio program this morning? With that, with that, boy, with that voice there. What going on, I love it. Hey, Rani, Rani, you play music. This baritone, um, he ain't as deep as Barry White, but he ain't Teddy area. Who that be on my show this morning? What going on, buddy? Yeah, 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 no. He's a renewed man. Hey, Doc School, glad to have you on, man. Glad you're back, and happy holidays, man. Happy holidays, man. Happy holidays. Everything blessed, man. Give that. I thought I talking about. Now, check this out. Um... Uh, I asked Ronnie the question, which was the last item that I put in the in the in the uh, pre-production text, which is we pass legislation, we we don't see the fruits of it, in particular policy legislation, we don't see the fr fruits of that legislation over overnight. It takes some time, and apparently one of the the, the dynamics with the Biden Harris administration, those two major bills, the inf inf uh, Inflation Reduction Act and the the uh, Infrastructure Investment Act apparently is paying some some dividends because right now we're there at uh, at, at rarefied numbers in the investment market. So I was going, I was uh, Ronnie was explaining the sound. Go back to Ronnie. Ronnie, you were using planning for a trip and all that stuff as as your example. So I'm gonna let you pick it up there. Then we go to Rocky. Then we yeah. go to Ducks. Yeah, you on a trip? You plan it properly, and along the way. Sometimes things don't happen like you expect it. But if you plan it well, like the infrastructure bill, in St. Croix particularly, the infrastructure bill that Biden passed, we, we get some money from it. Yeah. And they, they, they did, they got the roads and, you know, they, we have bad roads now. But at some point, we'll really see 
pan out to fruition where the water lines, the sewer lines are all fixed and the roads are fixed because they had money to fix the roads. And then that's down the road because we know the bill was passed in 2021 or 2022. And then we're going into 2024 now and the roads still have to be fixed. So when policy is set in place, sometimes along the way, the administration meets roadblocks because the administration has to implement it. But when it's planned properly, everybody benefits. And that's what the legislature does in our legislature, and that's what Congress does. And, and people should realize that it takes time to implement a good policy, and it takes time for the administration to work out the kinks, especially, you know, contracts and who could do it well at the whole bidding process. It's a long process. But in the long run, it's supposed to benefit the people, and people pass legislation for the benefit of everybody. So that's my view. No, 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 Rocky. In August of 2022, right, Biden signed the Chips and Science Act, CHIPS, which which makes a near 500 and no 53 billion dollar investment in U.S. semiconductor manufacturing, research, and development for the workforce. The law also creates a 25% tax credit for capital investments in semiconductor manufacturing and is helping to keep America in the forefront of innovation and technological development. That was in 2022. Here we are now in 2023, investment taking place left and right as a former legislature, legislator. Um, how, how do you look at, at, at the process in terms of bills that you may have passed back in the day, and then what did it feel like to see four, five, six years down the road? Well, look at this thing that I, 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 I sponsor. I'm glad to see the fruits of it. Well, listen, um, that, that's... Uh, I had, I had the cockroin. Um, the the cockroin, <laughs> so, so things good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's one that cracked That's what happens when you're in your when you're in your yard drinking some bush tea and your your animals say around you. Oh, I like that. I like that. I, I, and and the more the more you talk, the more you talk, the more your voice going from baritone heading towards soprano. So keep talking. We we liking that. Yeah, yeah. But 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 but, 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 but Rocky, you you you, you serve you, yeah, ser- you you served for eight years before any of us ever took the oath, which was Doc School in 1999. What was it like? over the years, seeing you pass a bill and you see the fruits down the road? Yes, and listen, I can relate to that over and over. I, I, I remembered um, starting out in the, in the body that I had this vision about housing for St. John. We never had any in Bay, And I said, you know what? Man, we need to find a way to do this. So I was able to get some property. Um, some land and set aside. But you know, it came so much later. All of this tells you that you got to have a vision and you got to have a, a, a clear vision as to where you want to go. You know, another case in point is the RT Park. Docs was there at that time too. Yeah, that, the yeah, Park I, was another one. Yeah, that was, that was, yeah, two, that was, that, that, that was 2002. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that's, that's something that... um. A lot of people had doubts about it, and, and it didn't materialize until not too long ago. 
that it really came into its, its, its full work because sometimes the vision it doesn't materialize with everybody. And as um, Rodney said, you know, you have administration have to implement these things and they themselves sometimes don't be focused the same way. So it, it, it requires time, but you know what's a good part about it is that when it happens and people see how the fruits of our labor have become a part of our, our community and it helps the community in a special way, that time is, is really one of the most exciting times in the world. I, 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 one last thing before you go to the docks is I remembered um, Val and Sal. I don't know if you know about that. Yeah, man. But I yeah. remember Val and Sal, and I, um, I had moved a measure, and I almost got killed. But um, Celestino, Celestino put some spin on it. You know, you know Celestino was. And it, the thing was just about get killed in, 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 in committee. Because he says, I don't understand this thing about this balance. Everybody got to, everybody should get that scholarship. I said, yeah, but we don't have money for everybody at the time. And I said, look, we we try to get the best and the brightest minds to go to UVI and, and from our public school system. You know that didn't happen till about three or four years later. Well, well, Ronnie, me and, and you... But but me and Ronnie was me and me and Ronnie was in the twenty sixth legislature when it was modified, right? Ronnie, we worked on that uh, along with Positive Nelson, right? Carl Knight at the time were working for um for uh, Positive Nelson, and we worked on that. So so we actually we actually dovetail and, and piggyback on what you had started uh, in previous legislatures and balance and the balance bill was was instrumental as well. But what it also did, right, was it rewarded those who put out maximum effort. In, in the schools, and it was yeah. all of the schools um, in the Virgin Islands. So, um, look, competition is healthy, oh, yeah. right? In everything, but competition is healthy, and and it's good to let those who know. Let me let go, those who rank in first and second in in the different schools. Let them know. Look, if you want to go to the state, but you ain't got it like that, um, you know we got we have legislation to support you. And I thought it was a it was an excellent piece of legislation, and we just uh, you know enhanced on that. So Rocky, take a bow, and, and in that case, tell Celestino that one won't walk, okay? Because you, you, you were doing a good job. What we gonna do is take a break, ducks. I gonna come back to you because because you know about this bill personally. Cause we're taking a break now, having been in the PSC um, uh, about this investment in key areas that help us with energy and all that stuff. So we'll take a break and be back right after this. Aisha Roscoe, host of Weekend Edition Sunday, where we're not just interested in what's going on in the world, but why it's happening and how. Details are important. So are different points of view. We're dedicated to bringing you the stories behind the big events and the small ones, too. Join us every Sunday morning for Weekend Edition from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Sundays at 8 a.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. News happens all week, all around the world. If you want to understand what this French election is all about... Four candidates are running unopposed, and three of them met reporters Thursday. Whatever the outcome of today's elections, the secessionist genie is out of the bottle. News, analysis, perspective. 
Music, books, and sports, too. Saturday on Weekend Edition from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Saturdays at 8 a.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. Human beings have been making music for tens of thousands of years. It brings us together. It has the power to communicate emotions and ideas. It's a profound part of the human experience. Hear the stories behind the music you love and new music you might fall in love with. I'm Raina Duras. Join me for in-depth interviews with artists who are continuing that musical history on World Cafe. Weekdays at 10 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. On Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, we are not afraid to stand up to the high and mighty like Jeff Bezos. He had that big cowboy <laughs> hat on. <laughs> he looked like, like a shrink ray had hit Garth Brooks. <laughs> I'm Peter Sagel. Join me as we speak truth to power, at least until power agrees to buy us out on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me from NPR. Saturdays at 1 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. And we're back here to analyze this um, fully complimented table talk. We got, uh, let me do a little, let me do a roll call. I, I like doing a roll call. Uh, normally we do it at, at nine, but I'm going to do it now. Uh, let me start in St. John, the one and only Armando Rakila, about eight term senator, twice the Senate president in the 21st and 24th legislature. Good morning, Mr. St. John. Glad to have you on. Man Rocky. Good morning, Mr. President. Good morning. Okay, good. And then, of course, we're moving over. We move. Let, 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 let me go to St. Croix and then, and then save, save Teddy Pendergrass for last. Uh, good morning, uh, Ronnie Russell, four-term senator, president of the 29th legislature. Originally from out of the west, but he's hanging out in the north, the north ridge now uh, up there in Canaan. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning. You know, Canaan is... Uh, uh Actually designated in Frederick's Stadium, you know, so I ain't leave Frederick's <laughs> <yet. laughs> I like that one. I like that one. Of course, the handle, the one only Donna Cole, who been on a mini sabbatical, uh, 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 living on the north side of St. Thomas, where he looks at the Atlantic Ocean, at the Caribbean Sea, and he uh, served three terms most recently, the majority leader of the 30th legislature. Good morning, Senator Doc Cole. Welcome back home. Good morning, uh, Mr. President and all the president men. <laughs> the fact it is a beautiful thing when brothers sit together and dwell in unity. Yes. I'm happy that the body is back together. Hey, hey gentlemen, I, I met a lot of people at the Taste at Two Islands, and, and one lady said, I don't listen every day, no, but I really love the table talk. So, I you got it going on? So, take a bow. I'll lie you because the people, people like the. The, 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 uh, the views and all that stuff and, and how we are working to achieve consensus, right? We got to agree on everything, but we're working to achieve. For example, uh, Ducks and Rani, you know, Rocky keep forcing this Djokovic goat thing on us, man, man. But, 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 we, but we, know, we know that Barishnikov, who retired a couple of years ago, is the man, but we're going to leave that one for another, for another day. Ducks, you, you, you served on the PSC. Uh, as a PSC uh, board member and then executive director, and uh, investment uh, in entities, uh, uh, regulated entities, um, uh, 
Um, when we talk about investment, then uh, let's face it, um, these, these entities uh, need resources. And we talk about that bill that was passed in August of 2022. And then one year later, um, the CHIPS bill, right, which was signed into law, companies have announced... Remember now, the original investment on the, on the, on the public side was $53, 53 billion. Companies have announced over $166 billion in manufacturing, in semiconductors and electronics, and, and at least 50 community colleges in 19 states have announced new or expanded programming to help American workers access good-paying jobs in the semiconductor industry. Companies have announced over $231 billion in commitments in semiconductor and electronic investments in the United States. And the Department of Commerce back in August announced the first round of grants on the CHIPS to support the development of open and interoperable wireless networks. And the National Science Foundation and Departments of Energy, Commerce and Defense announced progress towards establishing the National Semiconductor Tech. Technology Center, which will help advance America's leadership in semiconductor research and development. But we focus in on the legislative aspect, where an administration sends down a bill or, or, or taps its members uh, uh, in the House and the Senate, look, this is what we want to do, blah, blah, blah. And then you see the, the fruits down the road. Talk about that fruit-bearing um, experience with legislation from your perspective, Doc School. Uh, that's a... Uh that's a brilliant thing about legislation and policymakers and those who have a vision, as my esteemed colleague, uh, the the roadman out of St. John, uh, spoke about. <laughs> spoke about. Uh, once you are elected by the people and you go in and you tell the people, listen, this is what we're going to do, Right? And you put policies in place. But because of our electoral process, we only serve for about a year and six months before election is over. Mm -hmm. I mean, before our term now runs into election again. Now, policy has different... You have a starting point. It have an enforcement point, and then it have an evaluation point, correct? When you put policy in place. And it takes time. So by six, uh, a year and six months, what you have planted has not even started to blossom yet, Rocky. Right? And, and then you, you make a vote that becomes uh, catch a fire in the community, an election the next six months, and you're gone, right? And I just put this perspective, but you're gone. But then when you go in, this piece of legislation that you put in place on the thing, man, it starts to flower. And it gives me joy to see that I was a part of uh, the planting process and now we are reaping the fruits of our of our labor. The EDC Park, number one. You remember that legislation, Neville? Yeah, yeah. The EDC Park. Yeah, that's um the Bill Robock. The, the Bill Robock. They, they developed yeah. the industrial park down there, son, in, in, uh, in the middle of the island by the airport. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. And then we had 
this one that I that I, I truly remember. The, the the government of the Virgin Islands Neville used to where we float bonds. I remember Snyder went up and got the, the bond change from parity to parity bonding. Yeah. And then we get hundreds of millions of dollars. And then we have contractors, Neville, Rocky and Rani. And then we start to make money on these bonds. But guess what was happening is that when the contractors got paid, they're supposed to pay a ghost receipt tax. And we don't see that ghost receipt tax until probably next year, right? At filing time. It's a legislation that came down that basically uh, Shepard was when you get when you get paid for that you know job that you're doing, the government wants its money up front. You, you're familiar with that? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. That's that, 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 yeah. that, that's, a, that's a bill I believe sponsored by Doug School. We want our money up front so we don't have to wait till next week or next month, next year. And the hundreds of millions of dollars that come in is now added to our coffers. And that's in there right now. And we are benefiting from it. Look at all the federal monies that's here. Right? Yeah, yeah, man. And these contractors, yeah. hundreds of millions of dollars. And that, you know, benefits to the government of the Virgin Islands, the people of the Virgin Islands. And we can go on and on and on. So I am happy when it happened, even though I'm not there. Even though I'm not there, and we are not there, we accomplished what we set out to do, was to become what? Revenue raising. The, the first job of the legislature, basically, is to appropriate and we got to raise revenue to run this government, and we continue to see that going on. And I just want to end like this. All that you have read and what is happening, the President of the United States is wallowing in low, 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 low points in the poll. Mm-hmm. The Republicans and these guys who voted against everything <clears throat> are benefiting, and the, the Republic, the Democrats, and don't know how to take advantage of this. It is not that they're gone now, you know. They're still there while this piece of the chip sack and this legislation is now bearing fruit. And I don't know how come these guys can't get the public to understand that we're better off by their legislation and the people who voted against it are still there and telling us we didn't do anything. Well, 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 well we're we going to <laughs> Thank you very much, uh, Senator Cole. Uh, we're going to get to that later on down the road, but um, Rocky and, and, and Rani uh, uh, dovetailing on what uh, Doc just said. Lauren Bobot from Colorado, uh, Ted Cruz from Texas, and uh, DeSantis in Florida, they were bragging to their constituents about things um, that are happening in their respective states. And two of them vote against the legislation, and the next one was against the legislation because he was running for president. So that, that that's another aspect of politics, Rani, where people voting against bill, but when they see the bill benefiting their jurisdiction, they bragging about being in the, in the legislature at the time. So just being present and 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 and, and debating it and vote and voting against it, I still want credit for it. That's the politics that, that, that I turn people off, you know, Rani Russell. Of course, and the, the truth is, I don't think the polls are correct about Biden. And I don't think the polls are controlled by these news medias who are always 
are pro-Trump because they're giving Trump so much publicity. I do not think the polls are correct, Neville. And why I say that is because the people who are benefiting in any part of that poll, and the majority of the people in the U.S. now know, as you pointed out, the stock market is up. People getting jobs. A lot of things moving in an economy that was problematic after COVID. So I, I, don't, I don't know if those polls are correct. I think, for example, and I, I, I think, for example, that people are paying attention to who helping them in their everyday life. And the Democrats have done a great job. The only problem they have, I'm not sure they're getting the message out the right way. Okay? That's something that we got to study because I'm not sure they're getting the message out in these red states uh, in the way that they should. But they're getting the message out. I agree. And Doc Rocky and, um, and, and Doc. Well, 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 well here, here, here's a metric that I want to throw at, at, uh, at, at, at uh, Rocky. You know, because Rocky is the ranking member uh, among Generation Done. Or oh, Generation Gone or Generation Done? Wait, wait, Doc, which one it is? <laughs> Generation done. Generation, generation done. done. That, that, that's what. Still reaping the benefits of generation done. You better believe it. That that that, 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 that that's what we are now. Rocky, I I the, one of the one of the metrics yeah. I like to use, uh, having experienced it myself, and I don't know if the three are uh, experienced, but I, but I willing I willing to 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 to, say, to take a to take a to take a, a leap and say yeah, you don't know based on your fundraising how people feel, but you know. Right, going into an election cycle, right, and and, and in the most recent quarter, because the, the 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 next quarter gone down now, uh, in another in another two weeks, Biden outraised all of the Republican them combined. So I'm missing something about these polls because normally if they ain't going with you, they ain't spend, they ain't, they ain't sending that money, they ain't sending that money to to support you. What's your take on that the, the money metric as as an indicator of how they really feel about you? Well, well, what I see is that the the mere fact that you you start to garner support when uh, when there's a time when everybody's against you, it says something. It says that there's a certain group against you, but there's a, a lot of people for you, but just don't want to to come out there and say anything. And and that's the issue with Democrats. I see they are having a problem with people. Represent them, representing them verbally in 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 on the talk shows and the radio and 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 on podcasts because the 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 rhetoric behind the the Trump era people is drawing them out and they what what they, they don't want to compete in that way. But but but, 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 but let, let, let me ask this question. Let me let, let me let, no, 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 let, let me rephrase the question yeah, and, and, and this is for all three of you. Could it be because there is a real-time Republican primary, and that's what everybody's focusing on, whereas on the Democratic side, it's already established that the incumbent is going to be the nominee? Could that be part of the reason why um, um, they're getting drowned out, um, for the lack of a better a, a better description, Rocky Leibold? I don't know. if I don't know. It could it has some merit to it. Or do you just believe that they have a message they have a messaging issue that they need to fix? That's right. I think that's what it is. I think they have a, a issue they have to fix and they haven't found a niche 
right now, right as yet, mm-hmm. because something isn't lining up for them. And I, I believe that it's going to come. And just the mere fact that how the economy is going, we're going to see a change in that. It's just like, just like the last thing on the show, I said to you, um, to the to the member, the folks that look, the president of the United States have to say something to Netanyahu. He is going too far now, and he's taking this thing out of whack. And that's what he did. He he went and told him. He said, "Listen, this uh, policy that you having is having you know we losing grounds in the outer world. So we need to check ourselves." In essence, and I think that's going to happen. But they don't do it with with a haste. That's needed. That's a problem. That's a problem. Um. I just got I just got a text message that's cool that we're going to have a break. They said one incumbent in the Democratic Party and eight GOP candidates. So if Biden raised more than all GOP candidates collectively, then the point is valid. And 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 Docs, I'm telling you, you no. Know, when people get to a point, and we're going to have a break and, and I, I'm gonna come back to you, Docs, when we when we come back. At the end of the day, right? Money, the talk in politics. As a matter of fact, we've complained about it. There's actually too much money in politics now because it's impacting the political process. And then people believe they got um, debts to repay and it's impacting how they're um, languaging uh, legislation and things that they do. You know what I'm saying? So when we come back, we'll pick up that discussion. And I want to bring it back home with respect to Main Street because I was in St. Thomas. And it was painful to see um, how Main Street looked. Uh, high afternoon, man. Rough, man. Rough. So we take a break and be back right after this on Table Talk. The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. He said that black smoke was constantly coming out of the burn pits 24-7. And my reaction to it was like, wow, that doesn't sound very safe. wonder what that's about. And in my mind, I couldn't imagine at the time that type of system operating could potentially harm our service members. Journalism that seeks and reveals. That's On Point with me, Magna Chakrabarty. Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. A nation at odds. The country is more divided, certainly along partisan lines. The divide is much more about our feelings about each other. We are angry at one another. The hyperpartisanship, the culture war stuff is breaking up our ability to go together. We explore what's driving our conflicts. How many of you believe that the election was stolen? And whether we can come together. America at a Crossroads airs December 19th at 10 p.m. on WTJX TV, Channel 12. 